welcome to Radio Free Tobag. This is episode one. I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. And this is the show where we talk to you about your relationship. We talk to you about other people's relationships. We talk to you about our relationships. It's a show about relationships. Wow. You know? Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just, all right. That, oh, man, that should totally be the tagline. Radio Free Topag. It's a show about relationships. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Maybe have our logo be like a tote bag. It says it's a show about relationships on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, yeah, we should absolutely, on episode, starting with episode one, we should just be an infinitely self-referential loop. Ass, that yes, just like yes. goes entirely into our own assholes. <laughs> yeah, Which is a special skill of the Complete nonsense. I think, exactly. I think I'm pretty good at that too. I think based on all of our experiences playing fucking video games, we've got plenty of self-referential nonsense under the belt. Absolutely. That's that is my primary uh, relationship uh, credential. Is I play a lot of video games. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah, that means we're we're fucking prime examples of the millennial male. I'm told. Dude, that means it means we fuck. Yeah, video true. games are very positively correlated with fuck, and I'm a statistician, so you should trust mm. me. <laughs> oh man, so how's uh, how's your week been? Uh it's been pretty. It's been pretty good. What the hell's been going on besides besides? Oh, girlfriend met my parents last night. Well, I don't know if. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it went well. Dang. Uh, came over, went and got dinner with them. I'm lucky because my family is pretty, I'm pretty fucking lucky and I have a super functional, nice, supportive family. So it's like usually a very easy thing. Assuming, you know. I have a tendency to bring girls home for holidays. <laughs> I like, like that. Like it's, uh... You know, it's usually seen as, like, a pretty big step, but I'm just kind of like, hey, do you want to, like, uh, go to my parents' house, eat some turkey, and fuck in my childhood bedroom? <laughs> That's the opening line on Tinder. The yeah. Fir- oh, you want to do something this weekend? Yeah, yeah. What did you have in mind? Well, well I've got a bunch of family coming in for Thanksgiving if you, uh, you want to come over and meet them all. If you want to come over and meet everybody. <laughs> and most importantly, fuck in my childhood bedroom. Hell yeah. Nothing like a fucking twin bed, <laughs> some uh, weird ass wallpaper, yeah. assorted objects that have some meaning to you, but are just going to stay in that room probably True. forever. Yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am well, the cherished object <laughs> that at one point had some meaning, but is now fallen to uh, to disrepair. Damn it. I hate when that happens. When you fall into a state of personal disrepair. Yeah, it's it's never a good time. Oh, come on. It's like the best time. This is where <laughs> you figure out exactly who you are when you're in the shit. That's true. That's actually very true. Yeah. I'm kind of getting to that point myself. Oh, no. Uh, not oh, so much the no. disrepair point. I'm like a day-to-day psychological level and like relationships level. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I'm just not 100% sure what the hell I want to do. Oh my god, it's like the scariest shit in the world trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do. It is, it is. I have like a bunch of like little ideas and I'll kind of do them for a little bit and then and then just not. Not this one, because this no. show is 
what a bi-weekly you want to do this like monthly, <laughs> <maybe>? <laughs> i think no i i see i mean depend i don't have any handle on how much work this is to edit or what your schedule is like i would be down to do weekly if you're on board with that but with you yeah. doing the brunt of the editing you know that's that's up to you i don't know fuck it i'll just knock it out tonight you know what yeah. am i doing <laughs> but yeah but I, I think i think weekly would be would be reasonable Maybe usually aim to record on a week weeknight like this is is pretty good. Totally. Although the weekend episode would be fun sometimes because we could just get shit faced and fucking do the episode. Yeah. Be, those would be good ones. With my schedule, <laughs> I can get shit faced in the middle of the week. Woohoo! Hell yeah! I'm off tomorrow. That's why I'm having births. Oh man, I wish I was off tomorrow. I got to go <laughs> into the office too. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. I can't complain too much though. What do you say, audience? You want to have us in every week? And then I'm just I'm going to edit like a bunch of like, woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> Should get like a soundboard going. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, that's, there's going to be edit jokes all over this bitch. Yes. That's, the, that's yes. the level of humor I'm at. Hell, yeah. I'm down for some edit jokes. It's going to be the funniest part of this show. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> Loveline is the fucking reason that like I got into super into podcasts and radio. I think I've went back through the backlogs when it was Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew from like ninety seven to like two thousand five, two thousand six. I think they have the whole archive online. Yeah, I have gone back and listened to almost every single episode in there. I I love that show. Yeah, I have little to no experience with it. With Loveline? With Loveline. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I think you'd be on board. All of my uh, podcast love starts with Comedy Bang Bang and runs out through these McElroy boys. I know I'd be into both of them. We talked about Comedy Bang Bang especially. I know I'd be in, into both of those, but I haven't I haven't really checked those out. Yeah, dude. I listen to a ton of podcasts at work, too. It'd be, it'd be very much in like the wheelhouse of what we're doing. It'd be good to listen to. For sure. As much as I love This American Life, I don't know if... Uh, that's going to be the aesthetic we're going for here. <laughs> no, we're we're a little more we're a little more electric, a little more alive. Than that. We're a little more real. <laughs> we're a little more just whoop whoop. Wow. Toilet noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just start doing some fucking like morning zoo garbage. Whoop <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> It would be really funny and really obnoxious at the same time. We kind of oh, yeah. it. Be fucked up. <laughs> fucked up, if true. Fucked up and true. Damn. Damn. So what do you say? You want to get into some questions? Oh, shit. Is this going to be the... We're saying this is the thing to carry over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, God damn it. No, this no, no. Is, no this, Donovan, yeah, this is right. the throw. Okay, all right. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's take it again. Let's take it all again. Right. So you want to get into some questions? Let's do it. And then we can, yeah, there we go. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe hold on, do it, do it once more, do it once more. <clears throat> so what do you say, you want to get into some questions? I would like to get into some questions. <laughs> That's the worst one! <laughs> <laughs> I would very much enjoy getting into some questions. I would, that sounds like an excellent idea, Arthur. Yes, we should do that. <laughs> I would be... Absolutely thrilled to get into some questions. Get into it. That's another podcast reference. That's from uh, that's from you made it weird. Hold on, I got I got one more idea. Okay, 
All right, go for it. <laughs> so what do you say? You want to get into some questions? Hit it! <laughs> I think we should definitely like listen I'm keeping all that shit that we were in about talking about other podcasts specifically by name because at this point the medium is so oversaturated that like we like there's no other way to you know what I mean there's nothing else to it like, oh, it's no, so definitely. oversaturated and like the reason we're doing this is because they're doing it and it's fucking great and we love their shit so exactly. we're gonna totally just do what they do Exactly. As we do. You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, it's all just like borrowing this shit from people. That's another thing I was saying we should do. I should do accents and characters and shit because it's like a <laughs> skill that I have and shit. Just call in as a, as a stereotypical black man. Yeah, my name is Monique. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm calling as a stereotypical black woman. There we go. Yup. Okay, yeah, well, my name oh, is... Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, damn it. I just, I just stepped on your fucking pit. Are you going to answer the phone, Donovan? Monique, you're 65. What's going on? Yeah, this Monique. Uh, I was just wondering, like, what the fuck up with my boyfriend and shit? Because he always, like, telling me that my clit too big. He's saying <laughs> that my... That my clit is uncomfortably large, and he just, he, you know, he was asking me about clitoris reduction surgery, and I, I oh, just don't God. think I'm comfortable with, with modifying my body in that way to satisfy the whims of the patriarchy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's pretty quality. Do you have any questions for me? I thought this was an, an interview call. Oh, do you want to dive uh, a little deeper into this topic? The fucking uh, accent's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, this is, not, this is not going this well. This is going nowhere. Here, here is here is another potential idea. Mm-hmm. So especially like in these first episodes, we're building it up. Like we did the oh, bunch yeah. of takes of. Do you want to get in some questions? Yeah, it keep would be funny to just them. yeah, just do you want to get in some questions? Let's do it. And then, like, you want to get in some questions? I would like to get into some questions. You want to get into some questions? Hit it! And then fucking get into the questions. I think that'd be fucking good. Yeah, I dig it. Shooting for as, um, as like, lo-fi as possible. Like, yeah. but with decent audio production. Like, exactly. I think we're getting, exactly. we're getting clean records and shit, but, like, purely revealing the amateurishness. Exactly, it's just like, exactly. It's my, um, my production company, when I was throwing shows in Columbus, was 9,000 hours in MS Paint Productions. <laughs> And uh, it was literally, I would just whack shit together and paint, and that was my flyers. That's pretty good. That's got a good aesthetic to it. It's an aesthetic. Like, it had a thing. And uh, one of the best compliments I ever got was, uh, okay, so I understand, like, your posters are shitty, but they're shitty on purpose. And I'm like, fucking, you got it. Yeah. (laughs) I nailed it. Uh, First episode. We're not going to have the phone line. We're going to be going through some posts from our relationships on Reddit that Arthur has carefully uh, cultivated and I'd, uh, I'd say picked out for you. That's the word I was looking for. God damn it. <laughs> and posts, just like, I'll say curated and then just paste that right over where I said cultivated. Yeah, yeah. It'll sound supernatural. It'll be we got a good edit. We got to get edit point there. That's going to be great. <laughs> so our, our first submission uh, from our relationships comes from Marboxbull. Marbox B, something like that. Um, when should I, 23M, tell the girl I'm dating, 22F, that I don't have a penis? <laughs> when I was in my early teens, I lost most of my penis in an accident. There's nothing there now. 
I have testicles, but basically there's no penis attached to the top of it anymore. I know this sucks, but I've come to peace with my condition. All people have all sorts of disabilities. This is mine, and it's not the worst thing in the world. My problem is dating. All the girls I've dated so far, without exception, have walked away once they know of my condition. I don't blame them, but I'm thinking that maybe not handle maybe I'm not handling the situation properly. I've always told the truth fairly early on, thinking that I should let them know early on so that they can decide if they want to keep on dating as it's not fair to waste their time if this is indeed a deal breaker to them, but this has never worked well for me. Now I'm dating a girl that I really like for around a month and I still haven't told her. Should I tell her now? Should I wait a little longer? How should I tell her? Just an honest conversation and telling them directly, which is what I've been doing so far. I'm a little disappointed with my past experiences. I know and have accepted what this situation means for me in terms of sexual life, but I'm coming to the understanding that this might even mean I can't have relationships, which isn't what I was expecting. Damn. Mar boxable. Yeah. Man, not not feeling good for our boxable. That that certainly is. Uh, like, where do you even, where do you even begin to come from? Like, I don't have what you expect me to have. <laughs> only like, only like the the shitty part of the package, the pack that the part that nobody wants. Like at that point, I feel like I'd just be like, you know what, lo- lose the balls too. Yeah, just go really- ahead and take those too. That's that's just like a pain in the ass. You just got the coin purse dangling around with mm-hmm. absolutely no upside to it. Yeah. So first off, that sucks. I'm really at a loss here for this guy. Like I like my credentials do not prepare me for lack of penis have. Do you, all right? I'll give I'll give my actual. I'm not even gonna like make fun of it too much. Actual mm-hmm. advice for that situation. Okay. Uh, like that definitely sucks, but on the one hand, that's acting as you know. If, I, I think you just got to tell people that fucking immediately. Yeah, you know that acts as a filter. Obviously, that's a huge thing, and you got to you got to get that out of the way. Otherwise, you're going to waste time with a bunch of people. And then if you drop the no cock bomb on them a couple months in, you know, once you're attached, then that sucks. That that's terrible. So, I think not waiting a month on that one uh, that'd be the good idea. Uh, you know, but at least take a swing of at it uh, a month in, and then on top of that, I feel like you know it's the fu- it's fucking twenty twenty eighteen now. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some websites out there for for that sort of thing. You know, I mean, there's shit like that for everything, and I'm sure there's some people who don't even you know prefer penetrative intercourse. You know, there's other things you can yeah. do, and the fact that this dude posts this and seems like he's somewhat come to terms with it, he, he's not out there like even being shitty about this shitty situation uh you know it possibly a possibly a good dude you know and sometimes that's good yeah yeah that's my optimistic spin on it i love it user xegg says even though has never worked so far i believe it's the right thing to do in reference to telling the truth fairly on fairly early on Maybe is not something you tell on the first date, of course, but not everyone can handle it, and it's not fair to hold the truth for too long. It's totally right. And uh, I think this is an opportunity for you to uh, flex your muscle in in other ways, particularly that tongue (laughs) muscle, my guy. (laughs) Yeah! You gotta get that head game right. Like, if you ain't got no wang, 
You just got to get that head game strong. Yeah, dude. You got to be doing those oral kaggles. You got to be doing curls with your tongue. Rig up some sort of little... uh, some sort of little cable lifting system and just be <laughs> be the best pussy eater on the fucking planet Earth. Does yeah. your tongue even lift, bro? Here we go. Uh, wait a second, then there's fucking prosthetics and stuff, too. I didn't even think of that part. True. You know? Just pop a strap on in there. Holy shit, get a strap on, my guy! Yeah, yeah. If nobody's mentioning that thread, that, they're failing on this guy. And by the way, that person's response right there... Somewhat incoherent. Thank God that the two of us are here to provide well-spoken, coherent responses. You're damn right. So, maybe we should post a link or something to this or message this guy like, Hey, buddy, we heard about your problem. We made a podcast about it. You're <laughs> the first one. Lack of wing. Yeah, you're the yeah. first. Yeah, and then when you go on a date with a girl, you can like, I don't have a penis, but I was on. I was the first call on the pilot episode of Radio Free Tote Bag, and then yeah. you're just gonna be swimming in it, my friend. You're gonna be swimming. <laughs> in it. I love it. All right, what else we got? Okay, uh, this is from user Mambano five 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 five. I twenty two F went on three dates with a guy twenty eight M. We suddenly stopped talking, but he likes my Instagram pictures. I don't get it. I met this guy in a dating app. We hit it off on our first date, and he seems super keen. Don't they all? I roll. Listen, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need that lady. I'm trying to get to the point here. <laughs> Before he left, he was saying things like, "Wow, I thought you'd be nice, but I've really enjoyed this date. Do you want to go on a second? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, man, that's. That's bizarre. That's all around bizarre. I think the clear already answer we're getting here red is, flags off this guy. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think already the the clear you know just bare bones response here is stop talking to this person and yeah. block them on Instagram. But then you got to wonder what what the motive is. Like I want to put together what the hell has gone through this dude's this dude's head. Right. I thought you'd be nice. Is that like a weird nagging thing he's trying to go after? Yeah. I don't. Uh, but I don't get it. That's something we should maybe stop and and talk about is this pickup artist nonsense that runs oh, around the internet. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Game theory. Red pill my dick. Like, not interested. <laughs> no, that is absolutely the worst shit in the entire world. It's always the lamest, most useless human beings that employ that kind of shit. Well, hey, man, you know, I always say the best place to get relationship advice about women is a board full of angry, sexless men. Mm-hmm. I think that's the common knowledge. You know, that's what my grandparents passed down to me, so yeah. I wouldn't shit on it too hard. You want as many angry, sexless men in your life. Well, that's why you come, that's why you come to us on Radio Free Tone Pack. <laughs> How dare you. How dare you. <laughs> so he says, I thought you'd be nice, but I really enjoyed the state. Do you want to go in a second? We had two more dates that were both really good. Okay. Stayed up super late. He told me in detail about his family, etc. Said he would cook for me next time. Hold on. Hold on. Cook for me in quotation marks, too. Yeah. I know that's probably just like a typo thing, but I, I, I like the uh, the idea. Maybe that there was like some innuendo. He said like he it's would. Not, he said he would me. cook for me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically one weekend, he just didn't reply. So I left it three or four days, then messaged him casually. He replied in minutes, and we were talking again. He seemed super keen over text, sending me videos, gifts, pictures, questions, detailed responses, and fast at replying. Again, after a week, it just trailed off, and he didn't reply. I left it 
I left it one week this time and messaged him, and he came back just as strong again within five minutes of me messaging him. Pictures, videos of what he did that weekend, everything. I cut to the chase at that point and asked if he wanted to do something this week. This was on Sunday. He said, yeah, sure. I'm free Saturday night. I said I'd get back to him Saturday night nearer the time. He said, cool. Mm. So you're going to let it go six days without getting in touch with this guy, knowing that he has a tendency to fall off. Yeah, it's this is reflecting poorly on this person. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that immediately. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe work on yourself a little bit before you go chasing after these bizarre ghost Instagram Lakers. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. you got to be the one before you find the one. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Tattoo that across your chest. Reddit poster. <laughs> or like on your what was the what the fuck is that movie uh, Machinist recovers himself oh yeah no 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 Memento Memento yeah. is that one Machinist was fucking gnarly though if you've ever seen that fucking get oh, out dear god movie. yeah that was a spooky one I love Christian that Bale that was a spooky one especially wiry emaciated emaciated Christian Bale emaciated I believe is yeah. the pronunciation pronounce it pronounce <laughs> Next day he starts messaging That'll be a cool Instagram. other upside to this podcast is you'll get to learn you get to listen to me learning how to speak. That'll be big. <laughs> yeah. We'll aim for in one year's time perfect pronunciation on every word. But until then good <laughs> luck to me. So the next day he starts messaging me on Instagram, then stops replying that evening. I get back to him on Thursday saying I am free Saturday night. What does he want to do? He says, Oh babe, I'm sorry. You didn't get back to me, so I thought you were busy, and I made plans. Can we do another evening? I said, sure, which day? I have a lot of stuff next week. He doesn't reply and waits the entire day to say, what are you doing tonight at 9 p.m.? So I felt like a booty call. I was annoyed yes. and just replied, I'm out for drinks in City. And he said, ah, cool, cool. Yeah. No, she's a, that, that's a booty call situation. It's 100%. Like it. 100%. This guy does not respect you. He's, he's being weird and flaky initially, but then when he's uh, when he's going ahead and getting drunk on that night, and he's giving you that what's up text, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't support that. W-Y-D. <laughs> we even have an also, acronym for, I'd like to have sex with you, but I want to put in minimal effort. Like, that's where we are as a generation. <laughs> it's weird to me, too, because sometimes, like, that 100% is the connotation, and sometimes people are just like, send that to me as like a general like a genuine question <laughs> like you know like for fucking like guy friend like somebody I fucking know pretty well just the WID and then I started doing that too to people and now now, now that I think about it I'm probably giving some weird signals out there could be that's a pretty loaded acronym I don't know about that one maybe take that one out of the holster <laughs> maybe put that one in the uh, in the acronym storage facility you know yeah, like out at Los Alamos. Yeah. It's just in the desert. There's a bunch of big metal acronyms. They're all dried out, like missing pieces. Amazing. All, all rusted through, falling apart. Yeah. You go on Google Earth, you can kind of zoom in and catch a little bit of uh, you know, WID. WID could also be want your dick. Oh, damn. WID. WID. WID has got all this connotation. You know what I say that it means? Want your Want dick. Your dick. <laughs> the audience goes wild. <laughs> Upgrade that to RYD. Require your dick. 
Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, so get, getting back to what mystery uh, Instagram fantagram gentleman uh, is all about. I haven't heard a word from him since. Apart from him liking my selfies slash pics on Insta and watching every single post, ev- watching every single story I post. What is this game? I don't get it. I really liked him. He seems so keen. He only follows a few people. I would have thought he'd unfollow me if he wasn't interested. I know people say that guys like photos just to keep one fit in the, foot in the door, but is that really true? Yes. Yes, 100%. Is that really true? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 that is true. Yes. It's a personal experience. Like, oh my God, that is 100% true. Yeah, like she she knows that too. I feel like she's answering her own question here. He's saying, and he's, she says at the end he seemed way more into me than I was into him. I don't think that's true at all. That's clearly not true at all. This dude's a sketchball. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I've totally, I've totally done the the like somebody's you know Instagram to to keep the foot the in insta the door. foot. You got to keep yeah. the insta foot in. Yeah, I feel like anybody who has any remote interest in somebody, they're, they're throwing those around a little bit. Oh yeah, it's not such an unusual thing. But also, that's, that's something to watch out for if you're like trying to get, you know, some emotional commitment or, or, or wondering if this person is gonna is gonna follow through. If they're not talking to you and just liking your stuff, they're just they're just trying to keep you on the back burner. Yep, keeping them on that burner. Uh, Fratty Gator eighty eight says, "My guess is that he's talking to another girl." Well, y- yes. <laughs> yes, several other girls. Yeah, goddamn, that's girls the top comment. How I've met this guy on a dating comment? app. Okay, step one, you met him on a dating app, so clearly he's talking <laughs> to other people. It's not like, you know, you don't find yeah. someone as a promising <laughs> prospect on a dating app and then just shut it down. Like, you, you're continuing the conversation with other people. Things seem to be going very well with this girl on Tinder. We've been talking for a week. Better, uh, better go ahead and unmatch everybody else. Put all the focus mm-hmm. into this one. Yeah. That doesn't seem... That doesn't seem like how it works. Though, I have... Uh, that is kind of my MO. Like, if I find somebody that, I, that I'm, you know, setting up a date with, I'll kind of... I'll back it off on the other uh, on the other things for just a minute. Yeah, that's, I, that's true. I, I am exceedingly commitment-oriented just as a person. Like, I've had... I've, I am... 29. I have had two five-year-long relationships. God damn. Yeah. That's a total of 10 years. I got fucking married like twice. <laughs> That's longer than many marriages. That's... It's true. And every time I passed that threshold, I had that thought. I'm like, man, it's like we're basically married now. But I guess it's kind of weird because one was 14 to 19, one was 19 to 24. And then 14 last... to 19. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. And what was one... the, if you don't mind me getting into the, into the personal questions Yeah, please do. Here. Well, like what? Uh, at what point did you realize that was over? And like, what do you think the reason was? Like, was oh, it? Oh man! Well, man, you started that early, and then you become different fucking people over that five years. I'm sure is, mm-hmm. is it mostly that, and you just kind of hung on, you know, because you've been together for so long. Or what part was the deal? Like, part of it was because I wanted to like experiment with dick. Like that Hell was yeah. like a, that was like a major <laughs> part of it because like uh, uh, my first uh, sexual experience was with uh, another male. And uh, so I was like, that's fucking sick. Like, that's my shit. I definitely was like this, wieners. Was this before or after this girlfriend? It was long before. Gotcha. Ew, gross. I said 14 to 19. <laughs> yeah, I said, <laughs> I said long before. Oh, no. 
Yeah, we can. You can edit that one if you. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. Just chop that one out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Make that truth obscure. Long before fourteen. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I was in the McDonald's decades. place at decades before. A handsome man caught my eye. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, like not that long before. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You said long before. I did. I did. I even there's some emphasis long. on that long. Long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was even like long before. Long before. <laughs> Neonatal homosexuality. <laughs> Let's do another question. I'm 25 F, a bisexual woman, bisexual woman <laughs> dating this guy, 32 M. Who recently revealed homophobic opinions. Oh, Help! Man. I'm dating this really wonderful man. He's literally the sweetest, kindest, gentlest person I've ever met. He Wrong. makes me want to be my best... <laughs> well, maybe not. He's homophobic. <laughs> he makes me want to be my best self, and he really inspires me to be kinder and better and more loving. I can't stress enough about how sweet his personality is. He remembers the tiniest details about me. Really small things, like my favorite color or how I like my coffee. And though he's from a science background and I'm a gallery artist, he never fails to ask about my profession, about art, about how the art industry works, never belittles it, and always is genuinely interested in my opinions. I'm Catholic and he's an atheist, and he's also never belittled my faith or judged me for my beliefs. In fact, he's always supportive and even asks how my church meetings were and wants to hear more about them. I'm just blown away by the thoughtfulness and care he has for me. <laughs> Except for that he hates fucking gay people. Except for that he hates gay people. Well, okay, gonna, on top of this, what, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, she's Catholic, and she's bisexual, and he's an atheist, and he's fucking homophobic. Yeah. That's a little That's a little switcheroo there. Yeah, I don't know about that one. It's definitely a, it's a stunning reversal. <laughs> he remembers the tiniest details about me. Like the fact that my sexual orientation is going to send me careening into the depths of hell. <laughs> That's very kind of him. <laughs> uh, but we're a little different in the sense that he's more conservative. Has never gotten drunk, never has done, nor wants to do recreational drugs ever. Doesn't enjoy loud bars or clubs. He grew oh, up in man. a very strict born-again Christian household. And while he doesn't believe in religion anymore, I still think he upholds their social values. Now, I have a wild past. Everything from hardcore drugs to wild partying to promiscuity. I was a wild child as a teen to my early 20s, and I'm not exactly proud, but I never went too far. Never overdosed, never went to rehab, quit all my vices cold turkey once I figured I'd had enough. Good on you. I told him about this, and he has never judged me and accepted it all in stride. He also knows I'm bisexual and met an ex-girlfriend of mine. He hasn't once shown that he's not okay with this information. I, I know where this is going. I know where this is fucking going. I read the rest. It's going to be fucking only lesbians are tight, but yeah. uh, man, 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 that's gay as hell. Now, the thing is, we were watching the Oscars together, and he mentioned he watched Call Me By Your Name, a movie I'd recommended to him ages ago. I asked him how he found it, and he said he honestly couldn't finish it. I asked him why and he said it was just too gay and i said too gay i don't know if you've forgotten but i'm gay (laughs) 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 then he said something about how bisexuals were fine for him or the most acceptable and went to a long conversation about that's exactly why bisexuals are sometimes excluded from the lgbt community 
because of that thinking. And would the movie have been more okay for him if it had been two girls instead of two guys? And his reply was that if it had been two girls, he still would have been uncomfortable, but it would have been easier to watch or something. And that's when I started to get extremely frustrated. Uh, uh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) He just doesn't like the idea. Maybe he's not into frottage, which, mm, frottage. Frottage? You're not familiar with frottage? Oh, that's that's sword fighting, baby. Oh, oh. Okay, here's another fucking pronunciation on my thing. I just read that as frottage. frottage. I I prefer the French there. I, you probably have it right. I have this with so many words where like I know the meaning of a word, right? And you you just you've only read it though. Like I gotta say, I probably haven't used frottage in uh, a lot of conversations. But uh, and then when it comes up and you say it, you realize you have no fucking idea how to say that. Back in college, we used to talk about frottage on the regular. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fraud it up. <laughs> the conversation Co- got wait really a second. fraught. College frottage. Frot frat. There might, be some, there might be a joke there. The frat, like the frat frat. Frat-tage. Like it's a frat of all, it's a frat of all gay guys and they call it the frat. Nice. If if ever that if ever that fraternity or anybody has that idea, like I totally allow you to use that joke because that's that's quality. Yeah. That little that little joke right there, calling it the frat, that's worth creating an all gay fraternity, man. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling it right now. I yeah, stand well, I stand by that joke, 100 million percent. When I go back to finish my history degree, that's exactly what I'll do. <laughs> Start the frat, the fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, the initiation, everybody just walks in, and it's just a fucking, uh, fucking sword fight. <laughs> Some Highlander, Highlander shit. Highlander's got sword fights in it, right? I'm trying to think of it a sword It does, Highlander movie. has mad sword fights. Okay, thank god. I like that I'm referencing a movie I've never seen. I just remember a large Scottish dude with a sword. It's I an think. easy one to remember, to, like, just reference as, like, Immortals and The Quickening. There we go. All right, I've basically seen it now. <laughs> and my review, my review is a strong four out of ten. Nice. My review is a strong four thumbs out of ten. Wow, ten thumbs. It's <laughs> a lot of okay. thumbs. TLDR may have found the love of my life. Love of my life turns out to have homophobic opinions. Where do I go from here? The answer is Tinder. <laughs> you got to get out of here. I don't know if he's the love of your life. Nah, man, a hundred percent not. That's that's super bizarre. Like, I don't care how nice and supportive and shit somebody is if, if they're if they're like that, you know. You know and that's okay, especially okay. weird that he's like, oh yeah, bisexuality is fine because you know it's because he's like, I'm gonna fucking have a threesome with this girl. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent, that's what's going through this guy's head. And you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> that's no, we, that's we, it. We, we may be establishing a bad precedent because if she does, if he does make her feel some kind of way about like herself and life and relationships, then maybe there is something good here. Like maybe just escape isn't necessarily the best option. Like maybe, maybe you could try to bring him around, like make him, make him watch Brokeback Mountain with you. <laughs> Cause I tell you when uh, Heath Ledger was an awakening for me, I was like, Oh shit. He's fucking Ledger. Uh, I can't even picture what that guy looks like because I only know him as the Joker. I don't think I've—I saw too many Heath Ledger movies, man. I mean, I—you never saw a Knight's Tale? No, 
oh man, you got to go watch that. It is homoerotic. I, th- I think you got a fair point there. If he, uh, there might be something I, like he'd, I'd at least take a shot of like, hey, you're good in all these other ways. You know, you've been supportive and like accepting of my beliefs. Like, what what is your deal with homosexuality? Like, that's especially being an atheist. I don't know. Right. That's, that's really weird. Yeah. Maybe worth bringing that up and trying to have that conversation, but at least personal opinion, if I was dating a girl who was homophobic with, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely no, like, well, maybe, maybe maybe I was just raised this way or something, or, you know, maybe I haven't thought about this enough, then, like, I, I don't know, man, that's that's ultra red flag. That speaks very poorly on a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to do another one? Yeah, what's this last one we got? <laughs> fucking vape. Fucking vape, dude. Yeah, let me get a fucking I still don't know how to hit this thing right. Yeah. Cotton. Damn. <laughs> Cloud City up in this piece. Best been, bitch. <laughs> no, I still haven't figured out how to hit this thing right. It it did help me last weekend. I didn't I didn't smoke any cigarettes when I was drunk, which is huge for me because I keep I don't even I barely fucking smoke when I'm sober, but I get drunk and then I just chain smoke a cigarette. Oh, yeah. And it's mostly because at parties and stuff, I just like being outside talking to whoever comes out and smokes, and yeah. that's a good that's a good place to be. And then you pop back inside, pop out and get a little fresh air. Yeah, dance know? for a little bit, go back outside, yeah. and fucking. Coat that lung with fucking black tar. Yeah, buddy. And you look cool as hell. Oh, There's no getting past it. Cigarettes are cool as hell. Yeah. Everybody smokes to look cool. Nobody vapes to look cool. You do not look like James Dean when you're vaping. You look like you're a 16-year-old girl (laughs) reluctantly giving her first blowjob to a robot. That's exactly what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely accurate. There is a visual component to this joke that I am acting out right now, but you can't see it. Oh, man. Well, maybe that's... uh, Maybe that's incentive for us to create a, uh, you know, a video podcast. That's a that's a, a yeah, video short. just for the sake. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a we'll have a YouTube channel supporting this podcast where we just put little visual bits. It's like a five second clip of you miming sucking a robot's dick. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. That's good content. Okay, right. We gotta write that down. Oh, and I hold on. I gotta let me tag um, the last one, and that was submitted by dating a homophobe. Nice. <laughs> very, um, very creative name. Yeah. A plus. Uh, do I, 23M, need to define my relationship with friend, 27F, before she visits me? Started talking to a friend more in the last couple weeks before I moved states. I live in somewhat of a vacation location about eight hours away, so I invited her to come visit me. I don't intend on being in a long-term, long-distance relationship with her. We never talked about her future together, however, so I'm not sure if she feels the same. Should I explicitly tell her before she visits? I have told her my future plans and where I'm going to live. Wanted to get your opinion on this. TLDR, FWB, traveling to visit me, never defined relationship. Do I need to now? And that's from Captain Cop Out. So they were hooking up before because they lived in the same place. Yeah, I don't. I'd have, it, I'd have to that a person more come. in the last couple of weeks before I move states. I don't know if they've ever boned down before. This would be very fucking pertinent information, Captain Cop Out. 
He, but he are, does say he does say FWB traveling to visit me, which makes me think they've at least they've at least hooked up once or twice. Here's hoping. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because then he says it don't intend being in a long distance relationship. Okay, that's that's what I'm going to assume the situation is. And yeah, in that case, I would say have that person come out. You know, talk about it in person is going to be the better way to have that conversation. Assuming you have any, you know, any interest there, and uh, I don't know. Regardless if she's comfortable that you know you were just hooking up, then it seems reasonable to have somebody visit. And as long as you're as long as you're you know clear about that and and not leading them on into thinking they're coming there for for the relationship, I I, I think that's a conversation you could have in person. Yeah. Now I am uh, something of a of a of a very direct like I hate ambiguity in situations like this. So uh, I get that I have had a situation where uh, I got to talking with somebody that I had known from years before, and uh, she was talking about coming to visit me, and I did eventually before she came to visit go. So um, are we gonna like are we gonna fuck? <laughs> I like the directness, and and luckily for me. And I'll say, luckily for her too, her answer was, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> Complete was, with a. Uh. <laughs> she was like, um, "Yeah." Like, wh- <laughs> what other reason would I have for this? Tra- traveling this huge distance. Yeah. No, nah, that's that's fair too. I actually, now now I think I'm kind of leaning toward towards what you said. Because if this is if this is a pre-existing F with B, F with B, friend with B. F friends with the Benedicts. F W friend W benefits. I'm just trying to find the funniest <laughs> comedy. Fred, Frederick W benefits. <laughs> we can workshop this one for a while. Yeah, this one's got legs, man. I tell you. Yeah, Francine <laughs> W benefits. Uh, Beneficio. Amigos con beneficios. I like that you went Castilian on that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, I, my my Spanish accent is really not very good, and so I like to really throw some stank on it when I uh, some, put some. Funny enough, there. put some English on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put some English on my Spanish. <laughs> nah, wait till she is leaving. Too awkward otherwise. Says Golly G Wiz. Nah, nah, man. I don't know about that. Well, wait till uh, she's like uh, out the door. Like, yeah, on the way out. Hey, so I don't want a relationship. Have a nice drive home. Yeah, enjoy. Or like, <laughs> thanks for the fuck. Oh, wait until she's leaving. I thought it was like I read that as leaving to come there. Oh, uh, no, no, I think he's saying, saying on her way out. <laughs> <laughs> like she's literally like, oh man. Like she comes up and you're just in the bone zone like all weekend. You're just like fucking laying it down. And, like, yeah. you can feel the fucking sparks and, like, the way she looks at you starts to change over the course of the weekend. And, like, she's slipping on her fucking Adidas and getting ready to walk out the door. And you're like, BTW, never again. <laughs> Have a safe flight. Yeah. Get the fuck out. It's been, it's been great. Damn. Here's a, here's a good question. And if, let's see, let's see if we can get an answer out of this guy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, this is something that I'm very excited about. Uh, with going from these uh, these threads here, we can actually dig in and get more information as as opposed to some advice podcasts out there that can't get the full story. Uh, That's right. I'd go as far as to say worse advice podcast. Yeah. Oh man, I'm already getting ready to chess up on these boys. 
It's the pilot episode, and we're already the flagship. We are piloting <laughs> the flagship. Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking Griffin McElroy's going to kick me in the dick if I ever meet him. <laughs> Wait, how long have you been sleeping together? Does she, knows you see her, does she know you see her as an FWB? If things have been casual so far, she probably doesn't have any big expectations. But if she has feelings with you, it's a bit messier. Hooked up three times in three weeks before I left. Things have been pretty casual, but also kind of datey. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I think the fact that he's concerned about this and then using that, this this girl's definitely into him, and he, he is not so much. Man. And, uh, man, yeah, now... Uh, I think maybe he's missing uh, out on something. Uh, yeah, possibly. Because, like... Either he's a queef for uh, boning down with somebody that he's not really that into. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't dig on that shit. Like when somebody just hangs around for the for the bone zone. Like yada. That's that's disrespectful. Oh, I don't know. I've I've done that. Uh, unless of I'm course not, I'm not gonna lie. Unless of course there is an understanding there. I've been in situations with people. Exactly. Like, exactly. You got to be direct. You gotta. If you're gonna do that, you gotta say. You know exactly what the situation is. Yeah. Which this dude, you know, if it was getting datey, should have been doing before he left. But he did move away. He did literally pack his bags and move away. Yeah. And I get him on the the not long distance thing too. I mean that's that's miserable. <laughs> I think that goes bad ninety uh, percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time. I don't. Oh. Long distance is not great and. In my experience and uh, oh, no. knowledge, what's up? Oh no, this is so bad. So, start talking to a friend the last uh, more in the last couple weeks before I moved states, and then they hooked up three times in three weeks before he left. Wow, this is very bad for Captain Cop Out. This is not a good look. <laughs> Elaborate, Tommy. Tell me more. Oh man, because this friends with benefit stuff happened in the three weeks before he left. Hmm. Like, I need to know how long between the leaving and the talking about coming to visit. Because I think you have a long-distance girlfriend now, I think is what happened. And you need to be, uh, very, you need either, you need to be very direct. You need to uh, disabuse. You make her uh, 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 disabused of all notions that this is going to go anywhere. Or you got yourself a long-distance girlfriend, which, uh, not so bad. I'm gonna go ahead and say not so bad. Uh, uh, eight, I don't know, man. Eight hours—that's rough. But I am—I am 100 percent with you on your on your uh, uh, analysis of that. Of My that forensic that. analysis. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's that sounds just about right. And if that's the case, yeah, 100 percent. You need to just tell somebody. I don't want a long distance relationship. I'd like to see you, but you know, this isn't going to turn into something, and I don't want you to. Spend your time and money to make it all the way here uh, because you th- you think that it is. You got to be fucking clear about that. True. True. Yeah. It's not massively slime ball to wait until she gets there and talk about it, but it, the the moral the moral high ground. I think the fucking right thing to do is definitely definitely tell her before she hauls out there. Yeah. Because that would suck. God damn. Yeah. Don't tell her when she's leaving. Yeah, <laughs> the top comment again. Golly the top gee, comment. Man. Wait till she's leaving. Yeah, thank, thank you. Our relationships. You are just a fucking <laughs> paragon of knowledge and fucking moral morality. Yeah. Goddamn. 
definitely out here. God damn. So uh, I will ask you, Donovan, uh, what is the longest relationship you have ever been in? Two, two and a half years. Respectable. Yeah, starting in, um, starting my, end of my sophomore year of college, going until, let's see, the first year, first year after I, after I graduated, and it was a long distance relationship with half of it, mm-hmm. hence my strong response earlier, mm-hmm. and in, in many ways it was just not, not a healthy relationship, it was, it was rough, which I, you know, but a good, but a good experience, and I think, I think because of that, you know, I think I have a better handle on uh, how to communicate in a relationship, how to know, you know, whether or not you should be sticking around, and uh, I don't know, just being being a better listener with people, I guess. True. Because that's that. Besides, like a six month one in high school, and you know, a couple short relationships since I moved out here. That was yeah. It's, that's been the only long one for me. Although I did just start dating somebody about a month and a half ago. Congratulations, and it's, and it's official. So that's that's good. Yeah, and she's wow. she's awesome, and she's going to listen to the podcast. And she was super stoked that I was making the podcast. Wow, and super supportive. Yeah, yeah. She was over and saw. Uh, we we're getting ready to watch the room, and my I opened the computer and I had like some research stuff I was doing on podcasts. And she was like, "You're gonna you're gonna do a podcast? That's so fucking cool! Like, why? You know, what makes you want to get into that? You know, asking like real genuine questions." And I was like. God damn, this person is really great. So yeah. I'm in a good place. Yeah. Relationship relationship history wise, I think things are good right now. That's fucking great, we'll dude. See, we'll see what happens. Oh yeah. What um what about the relationship was unhealthy? Like what what can you identify as like the number one red flag in relationships? Like what can people learn from from your experience? Uh man. Being so committed to something, even when it's shitty, that, like, you won't say no. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, in the long-distance relationship, there'd be, like, long periods where this girl just, like, wouldn't wouldn't talk to me or be really flaky. And I'd be going, like, hey, I'm having a rough time about this. Like, we're in a distance relationship. Like, I, I need you to talk to me. And just wouldn't. Mm. And that is that is really the fucking point, you know, where I should have been like, all right, this is... This is making me feel bad on a day-to-day basis, and nobody is worth that. But, you know, it's your first love and all that stuff, and so you just get sucked into that, and you're going to, you know, you do whatever for them and all that, you know, and that's how you get in unhealthy or abusive relationships. And I, I understand how easy it is to, like, get to that place because you, you really like somebody. And, yeah. and that person, too, is not, you know, not a horrible person or something like that. Like, there's good qualities there, too. And I think that, too, speaks to abusive relationships. You know, on the outside, I'm sure it seems like such a clear thing. You know, if you're not feeling good, things are bad, you need to get out. But when you're in there, like, it's, it becomes really easy to overlook some really shitty qualities about people mm-hmm. when you deeply love the, the good parts about them. It's like asymmetrical commitment is like exactly. a red flag. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that, that sums up what that was. But that's good, you know. You, you recognizing that is big because then future relationships and all that, you know, what you want, you know, what to look out for. Uh, did you did you want to ask me any questions, Donovan? <laughs> Absolutely not. Fuck. <laughs> well, I will. I will say. I, will I just got say a cold open thing. mind. 
<laughs> I will say one other thing in terms of relationship experience because I had that and then until uh, dating this girl now the past few years I've been in Nashville uh, just done a lot of you know Tinder dating going out with people I met at parties and stuff like that a lot of just standard dating nothing turned into anything but that's also a good experience because you build yourself some confidence you know learn how to learn how to talk to people and, and get over the goddamn get over the anxiety of meeting people for the first time because yeah. I got a story about that for, for one day sometime but yeah so I think I think I got a good handle on the actual relationship situation and just you know fucking dating been on a lot of dates that's what I'm trying to say just a little hum- humble brag in there a little, little humble brag <laughs> shout out to Harris Whittles rest in peace creator of the yeah. humble brag Hell yeah, man. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is just been out there dating a whole lot. Super, super fucking cool. That's fucking why, cool guy. Hell yeah, that's why you should take my advice. <laughs> All right, well, we talked, yeah, we talked a little bit about your your first relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, first five-year one. So that was, I take it, that was your first, that's your first proper relationship. That's like yeah, your first that, love. Yeah, that was my first real love. Uh, I had... Uh, stolen someone's girlfriend, uh, like damn. Uh, yeah, I'm a heart. I'm a horrible heartbreaker bastard. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, in that case, I you know, hey man, she came on to me. It's hard to resist, dude. Yeah, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm 13 years old. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess like my first like adult proper love, uh, I had. Gotten out of that relationship. Um, Wait, so you're so you're 19 when this ends. So did you break up when you got to college, or was this you'd been in college for a little bit? Oh, I uh, I took a couple of years off between uh, high school and college. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and what had happened was I broke up with the high school girlfriend, and I was single again for the first time in five years. And, like, basically the entire time I had been pubescent, I had been in a relationship. And Damn. <laughs> so suddenly, like, I have all these hormones, and I have no uh, uh, crevice in which to store them. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of on the prowl, and I'm kind of – I'm throwing woo at, uh, at anything or anyone who's remotely receptive, and nothing's sticking. I'm just, like, I'm kind of a mess, and – uh this girl that I was actually kind of into uh, invites me to come hang out for the weekend. And she says, my friend's coming from out of town. I think you guys would really like each other. And turns out she was way more correct than she had ever anticipated <laughs> because uh, within minutes we were just like, like it started off with like an inside joke from Firefly and I'm not proud of it. And it's the first thing I ever said to her. <laughs> Um, there's a character named Jubal Early in that show. And uh-huh. he's, he's like a super corny villain who's in the show for one episode. It's actually in the last episode of the only season of that show. And, um, there's a beloved character named Kaylee. And the first words that Jubal Early says to Kaylee are, and I quote, have you ever been raped? Whoa. What? Jesus. What Jesus. the fuck? It's Are you too much. Serious? It's way that too much. That was the inside joke. That yeah, and so uh, uh, my friends on the phone with her, and uh, I had like, like, you know, I was trying to figure out like, so what am I going to say to this girl when I meet her? Like, 
because they have been <laughs> friends forever. <laughs> and uh, she's actually a great idea. She's on the phone with her. And uh, I say, oh, give me the phone. Give me the phone. And Jean says, Arthur has something he'd like to say to you. And I lean in and I drop the Jubal early quote on her. And she busts out laughing. She immediately got it. She immediately starts laughing her ass off. And I'm like, fuck, I'm in. Like, I'm in. Dear God. Like, I can say one of the most, I can say an awful, awful, awful thing in the correct context, knowing that it's a quote from a beloved character. And, uh, you know, uh, come at, you know, at me, Twitter. It's fine. I can take I can take it. I can take <laughs> and, then, and then you dated for five years. And then we dated for five fucking did you, years. Did you know she was a Firefly fan? Yes. That okay. was that's okay. like a big that's a very important piece of this. Puzzle. I was gonna say, oh boy, I've got an idea for a dice roll. <laughs> I'll do this quote from this show, and if she recognizes it, I'll know that she's I'm totally cool. in. But if she doesn't recognize it, I'm a monster, and I'm still gonna have to spend the weekend with her. <laughs> Dear God. But then, yeah, we so she comes down. We go out to a show, and uh, you know. By the end of the night, like, uh, there's tongues everywhere, and it's like, whoa. And uh, then five years, five years with that. And, uh, you know, we did the whole thing. We did couples therapy. We did all kinds of stuff. But in the end, it was uh, uh, it was my thirstiness that, that doomed us. Oh, no. At what, at what point were you doing couples therapy? How long have you been dating? Uh, let's see. So I was in sophomore year maybe junior year of college Mm -hmm. and i started college like the year after i met her so you're like 20 23 yeah like 23 years old and we're doing couples therapy and uh yeah it got hairy but we were you know we were committed to staying in it for the long run and uh eventually i'm gonna say it was my immaturity and my desire to stay uh, a child forever that caused me to uh, run. I just fucking dipped. Ah, that's that's understandable, especially at that age. God, yeah, goddamn. Because she was older than me, and I was. It was kind of like we were rapidly hurtling towards children, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll say, I'm 29 years old. I say I'm still a children. <laughs> Def, definitely not fucking wanting a kid at 23. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. I don't think I'm father material currently. Like, I don't think yeah, I would have been great then either. I, I will say that in terms of uh, advice on uh, potentially having kids, I don't think I'm going to be much use for that either. No. Except for don't have them. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't doom future yeah. generations to more of you. What are you exactly. doing? Exactly. It's hubris. Exactly. They're not asking to be born. They don't, they don't fucking... They're not sitting out there in the ether like, oh, boy... <laughs> I hope Here I it get comes. To live in Trump's America. Oh my God! Ooh, <laughs> ooh, getting a little, getting a little political here on Radio Free yeah. Talk. Oh yeah. I was wondering okay. about how open we should be with our politics. Uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was having the same thought. I don't know. We could brand ourselves as a leftist advice politics. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't want, we don't want a bunch of fucking chuds listening to our show. But yeah, I don't know. I think the occasional jab and stuff isn't. In bad times, yeah, I did know. that. Although it is a little, it is a little easy, it is a little easy to kind of fall onto, fall onto the Trump jokes. I don't know if it comes up organically. I feel like I feel like that's all right. But yeah, I don't, I don't think we should make a point of getting on big political tangents unless something heinous happens and we get really drunk. 
<laughs> Speaking of getting really drunk, I think uh, I'm going to grab another beer and... Uh, in the meantime, you can fuck around and try to um, try to like find some ad reads or something. <laughs> ad read? Oh, do an actual ad read? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> or you could just. Oh, here you go. Here's here's your challenge for while I'm getting a beer. Um, ad lib and ad read for a fictitious company. All right, you're gonna get to hear it when you come back. No, no, no. I'll um I'll hear it when I go back and edit it, and yeah, if it's exactly. funny, I'll laugh my ass off. It'll be perfect. Okay, ah, good times. If it's not, we can throw it in the dumpster. Absolutely. All right, I All will right. be back. Let me think of a product here. Tired of margaritas and big frosty margarita glasses with a long stem at your local bar? Wouldn't you rather have a margarita and something a little more manageable? Perhaps a tin can, and not just any tin can, perhaps a tiny little tin can. If you feel that way too, I have the product for you. The Bud Light Limerita. Combining none of the tequila with all of the alcohol content, the Bud Light Limerita is the perfect solution for when you want a margarita on the go, but you don't actually want a margarita. Drink ten of them. You'll get super drunk. And they're cheap, too. I think they run about $2 a piece. $1. We can edit this little section out. I'm not really sure how much they cost. Who cares? Grab yourself. Snap, snap into. Snap the tab on and snap into the Bud Light Limerita. You will be sure to be pleased. For tequila haters and tiny tin can lovers, Bud Light Margarita. Limerita. Fuck. I don't think I said that right the entire... The product's name is Limerita. Maybe just take a snippet of me saying Limerita and put it over I said Margarita. Unless I did say Limerita. I don't remember. That's good. That's a good read. I think that's going to be our first sponsor. This has been the first episode of Radio Free Tote Bag. If you like what you heard... Uh, pretty soon you'll be able to support us on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> this, this is, this is amazing. Uh, for five whole dollars. How much did you say it was supposed to be? Ten dollars. For that ten, okay. isn't cheap. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. This comes at a premium. For ten dollars, Donovan is going to frame a photograph that you send him and put it on his wall and it will stay there. It'll be you'll become a part of his home decor. You you will be able to weird out his brand new lady friend. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> we're gonna get a question in here. Uh, you're gonna be posting on our relationships, like. Uh, so I made this weird commitment to a podcast where I'm gonna put pictures of the wall, <laughs> on my wall, and I'm obligated to keep them there. Uh, and my girlfriend <laughs> fucking hates it. What should I do? <laughs> fucking wrap full circle, and we'll answer the question. That'll be great. That'll be great. And we'll we'll go one. We'll just delve deep into our own assholes. Yeah. So I want to give a big shout out to uh, all of our future Patreon donors, uh, all of our future Patreon boners as well. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Told him. Told him all about it. Uh, so, uh, until next time, I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. And this is Radio Free Tote Bag. Enjoy your week. Mwah! Right where you're supposed to be Living somebody's dream Until the end, it's time Right where you're supposed to be
loves to be thinking that you. 